everyone. It's episode 28, and the theme is North Dakota. I'm Jade. I'm Hunter. And this is the Witches. Legends. Ghosts. Oh my. my. Podcast. Where we talk about paranormal things, supernatural things, legends, spooky, folklore, aliens, educational things. Yeah. Like, uh, we talked about a lake. Yeah, a couple, we talked a about couple some ones weird ago. Phenomenon, basically yes. like phenomenon. Yes, that's and folklore. good. And all, folklore. all in one. Witchy, witchy, and, and witchy legends stuff. and some ghosts and some ghosts. Yeah. Oh, oh my. my, that's a lot of things. Yeah. So Jade has her cat. Oh, he's oh, being a move right now. Shade doesn't have her cat anymore. He has her. <laughs> Oh god, he's clawing down to her back. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, um, you're going first today. Yeah. What do you have for us? I. Let me just tell you. <laughs> All right, tell me. North Dakota. Yeah. Doesn't have a lot going on. Let's no. just say that. No. It took me quite a while to uh, find this, and even so, it's like a very short. This is what it is, and, and that's it. Today. Oh, okay. So, like, not a lot of, like, tales. Of... No, not a lot of tales. Certainly not a lot of tales. Okay. So I'm going to be talking about, uh, I'm pronouncing this as I think it's pronounced. Okay. Minnewashatu. Oh, um, sounds cool. And it's known as the Missouri River Monster. Oh. Yeah, so I guess the earliest known references to the Minnewashatu in North Dakota culture um, come from tales predating even European settlements in North America. Oh. It doesn't go into what that means. Couldn't find anything else cool. about that. But, but it does, apparently. But, yeah. So, I don't know, like, where then. Like, I don't know. Because when it says that. Like, native? Yeah. Uh, like, is it native? Or is it from, Europe, like, European places before they went to North? I don't know. I think it means that it existed that. In native culture? In native culture because. Because, um. I would. I don't think that it, they would be bringing over this river monster to another place of the world. If, you know That's, what I mean? Yeah. Like the Missouri River. Mm. Or whatever. Oh. You know. Yeah. So it's mm, pretty, what's its name again? Minnewashtu. Yeah. Sounds pretty native. Sounds pretty native. The spelling looks quite native. Anyways, so the Minnewashtu. <laughs> but I guess the beast's first appearance in actual media stems from a brief description. Um, of a Dakota Plains myth written by author Melvin Randolph Gilmore. Oh, wow. Who was the Gandalf. former... What? Gandalf? No, Randolph oh. Gilmore. Yeah, Darn. that's where you're getting the go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was a former curator for the North Dakota State Historical Society and, cult- and was a cultural anthropologist. Oh. I would have loved... I don't know why I didn't go into something history. Wouldn't it have been so cool to be like, Work at a museum or something. Oh. I would love that shit. I should have done That's that. That's what Kyle Miner did. History. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Oh, history. I don't know when you said that. I thought museum studies. And I was like, <laughs> really? So I had no idea. Well, they have that. I don't know if they do at MSU, but I was looking into that. I was like, wouldn't that be so fucking cool? And then I got talked out of it. Oh, you know what? You know why I got talked out of it? Because... My parents told me that I wasn't allowed to go to MSU unless I, remember I was going this. into some sort of science. And so some sort of STEM. The Yes, yeah, some, something STEM. And so the next closest thing to STEM I picked was psychology, because that was as far away 
from, like, science that you could get while still be considered, like, a science. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile... Me. What? Your sister gets to go Yeah, and not. meanwhile, my younger sister is going to miss you for education. Because they said that it... Because you wanted to do... Like, something artsy for a yeah, while. And they were yeah. like, we're not paying for MSU prices for you doing something artsy. You can go to Central for that. Yeah. I never even... <laughs> and you considered teacher for a while, but you didn't think that they would allow it because it wasn't... No, they said they would. Oh, that's even worse then. Yeah. Thanks, parents. That sucks, actually. I kind of always go back to school, though. That's true, but <laughs> then you'd have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, I already have to pay for my master's now. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. I wonder if that's something that you need a degree for, though. If I wanted to like work in a museum of no, something, probably not. You could be like a like a tour guide. You could start low and then get up. Yeah. Hey. There's probably certificates you get. Anyways, so uh, where did that come from? Oh, cultural anthropologist. Yeah. So uh, it would have been cool to go into anthropology because you learn about so much, like like this shit. You could literally yeah. learn about this shit. Right. In 1921. Gilmore wrote about his experience hearing the story of the creature. And so, like, I have this giant quote because he said that he heard a story from, I'm assuming if this comes from Native, whatever, he heard a story from them, from them, from Natives, and, like... And he, like, translated it, probably. (laughs) Yeah, once he... Well, this was in 1921. Yeah, 1921 is when it, like, first was talked about, like, oh, like, in the media, like, by oh, other people. Yeah, this But is... it was known around, like, the area since before European yeah. settlers? Yeah. That's interesting. Stories of it predate European settlers. Got it. Okay. Okay. But this is the first time it's, like, in, okay. in I'm assuming, the news or something. Newspaper. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Newspaper. Yeah, in the, the 1920s. <laughs> when did TVs? I don't know. So this is the quote. It's a long quote. Um, he kind of explains everything. Oh, you're gonna look it up. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. Quote: It is said that in the long ago there was a mysterious being within the stream of the Missouri River. It was seldom seen by human beings and was most dreadful to see. It is said that sometimes it was seen within the water in the middle of the stream, causing a redness shining like the redness of fire as it passed up the stream against the current with a terrific roaring sound. And they say that if this dreadful being was seen by anyone in the daytime, anyone who thus saw it soon after became crazy and continued restless and writhing as writhing as though in pain until he was relieved by death. And it is oh, said okay. that one time not a very great many years ago, this frightful being was seen by a man and he told how it appeared. He said that it was of strange form and covered all over with hair like a buffalo, but red in color, that it had only one eye in the middle of its forehead, and above that, a single horn. Its backbone stood out notched and jagged like an enormous saw. As soon as the man beheld the awful sight, everything became dark to him, he said. He was just able to reach home, but he lost his reason, and soon after that, he died. It is said this mysterious Minnewashitu, in parentheses, water monster, still lives in the Missouri River, and that in springtime, as it moves upstream against the current, it breaks up the ice of the river. This water monster was beheld in awe and dread by the people. End quote. So, wait, okay. So, if you see it during the day, then you'll die? But if you see it at night, then you'll be fine? Is that how? Because it said, like, if you see it in the day. If you see it 
in the day. Oh, you're saying like if you if you see think it about at the, night, very specific wording. Yes. Does that mean if you see it at night, then it's fine? Like it, it just won't said, kill you. <laughs> it says it is said that one time not long, not a very many years ago, this frightful being was seen by a man. Oh. No, before that. Oh. And they said if it was dreadful being was seen by anyone in the daytime, anyone who thus saw it soon after became crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't hear... None of my research doesn't talk about, like, If that. you see it at night. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> right? Right? Like, the wording makes it sound like it could be... Mm. Well, maybe... Maybe you just don't see it at night. Do you know what I mean? Maybe like, it maybe it doesn't maybe come out. <laughs> maybe it doesn't come out at night. Yeah. Could be. So, the Minnewashatu spends most of its time submerged in the water only emerging on extremely rare occasions. But when it does, it's really ugly. So I'm really... Do you have, I'm so assuming like, you have a picture. Okay, so, good. like said in the little blurb, when standing, it's over seven feet tall. It's covered in red hair, making it look like a buffalo. It has a single eye in the middle of its forehead and a horn on it, like a single horn on its head. I think a single horn, yeah. And its spine, like... Sticks out of its back. It's fucking gross. Ew. Its hands are humanoid, um, but the Ew. feet are hooves. Oh and this is a picture I of don't it. Know if I want it's. Picture of it. <laughs> and this thing goes in the water. So this that is doesn't in the make water. any sense. Actually. Why would it have hooves in the water? Yeah, I don't. And it's, it like, spends most of its time there. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it just must. Somehow it it has to do with it has to do with the the bone sticking out, right? Maybe that's kind of fish like. The one singular thing that's fish like. <laughs> it's really gross. It's really gross. It's like a um, minotaur, minotaur human fish rhino buffalo with only one eye and one horn in the center. <laughs> it's like a unicorn, but not Literally. a unicorn. It's really ugly. Um, surprisingly, I love this, despite how ugly it is, the <laughs> creature isn't necessarily a predator. I guess most stories have it, like, eating, like, fish, plants, and grass. So, oh. like, it doesn't... It's like a buffalo. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> buffalo, but also, like... Deadly. Yeah, because it has, like, the abilities of, like, when you look at it, apparently... So it's just, like, being seen? I... I don't know. Like, what if you, like, what, like, what if, right? It's just shy. I mean, it's ugly. So maybe he's just. Maybe he's just really self-conscious. Yeah. No, but like, what if you saw him, but he didn't see you seeing him? (gasps) Would you still die or do you have to make eye contact? Or does he sense that you see him? I think it's just if you see him. Because this says that the Minnewasha 2 is reportedly so horrific of a sight that just looking at it will shatter anyone's mind and darken one's vision, rendering them blind and mad before dying. Oh, so you just, so just, so just looking it's at so, it. It's so ugly. That you die. That you die and go blind and go crazy. Because it's so ugly. Yeah. And I guess even if you don't look great. at it, even if you don't look at it, um, the bellow of the creature is so loud, I guess, that it deafens those nearby who happen to hear it. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a menace to society. Literally. So you can't hear it. You can't look at it. But it doesn't eat you, so, like... But you still die. Yeah, but I just mean, like, just don't look at it. Just don't go anywhere near the Missouri River, and I think right. it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I guess, so the man who did encounter the beast and didn't die had just enough time to, like, make it home. And, like, tell someone about it. And tell someone. And then die from going crazy. Right. But I guess, like, the one nice thing about it, uh, like I said, like the little blurb said, in the springtime, the, mon- the Minnewatu uses its massive strength and its back to shatter the glass, um, leaving it. Oh, ice. The, the glass. <laughs> the glass from the window that sits um, over the river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shatters the ice along the river, leaving it open to fishing and travel. So it's nice. Actually. So it's like, yeah, it's respectful. You just can't look at it. Don't look at them. Yeah. Is there just one, or is it a species? I. I think it's just the one. Okay. I think it's just the one. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like the Missouri River Monster. I don't right. think it's Monsters. Like a... Monsters. I don't think it's Missouri Monster Species. Species. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Disgusting. Ew. So that's the Minnewasha too. Wow. That's it. That's all I had. That's all North Dakota had to offer me in terms of folklore. legends <laughs> and folklore. Thank you. Okay. Well, I have a ghost thing. Uh-huh. Um, a ghost is, thing. This is it. A ghosty thing. Yeah, see, North Dakota, I mean, like, let's get creepier. Like, let's get freaky. Let's get, let's Come get on. freaky, Let's now. get freaky, North Dakota. Okay, so there were, there were like, a decent amount, but as usual, it's, like, there's never enough of, like, one no. particular place. Yeah. Like, when I, I was doing my research, there was, like, so many different ghost stories, and I don't do ghost stories, but they were all short. Yes. Anyways. That's all of them. Yeah. That, yeah. So... I picked one that had the most. So, I uh, North Dakota State University. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Which, actually, at MSU, at Michigan State University, there's actually a couple of halls that are supposedly, like, haunted and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. I don't remember it at all, but I know that there are some. We should, uh, do we have, do we cover Michigan? No, we haven't covered Michigan. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was the first, Eloise. That's the oh. first, fourth one. Okay. We just do it again. Yeah, we could. Because I talked about the Eloise and Sansa. Mm-hmm. And I talked about... The... Something the, else. The, oh, the, the triangle. S- yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so. We start with... North Dakota State University. Yes. Okay. Um, we're going to be talking about two different halls that they have. Okay. Um, Ceres Hall. Ceres. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. What does it look like? C E R E S. Series, maybe. Series. 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 Okay, so, um, Series was the first female dorm on North Dakota oh. Agricultural College campus. So just like Michigan State University started as an agricultural school. I forgot that women didn't used to be able to go. Well, yeah, but I forgot that. Some colleges have, like, all-female, like, full dorms. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not just... Because, like, we're separated by floors sometimes, but, mm-hmm. like, the whole dorm. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. That's yeah. sometimes, yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. Like, I you're actually... are much separated. Yeah, I toured... I think... I don't know if it was, um... Marshall University. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the only other one I toured. Either that or Eastern. One of them had still, like, full female, full male... Interesting. Dorms. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? interesting? When I heard about that, I was like, oh, that's... Huh. Like, I didn't think it was weird, because that at the time, like, we didn't go to college yet. So I was right. just like, oh, I wonder if they all do that. And then Michigan State doesn't Does have not that. Does not at all. So like, okay, it's just different. Yeah. It is interesting. Um, but yeah, so when back when 
it was North Dakota Agricultural College instead of North Dakota State University. Oh. Um, that this was the first female dorm. Um, so they Wait. did. So, sorry, to keep interrupting. <laughs> so, Michigan State used to be Michigan Agricultural? I, I don't know the name of it, but it used to be an agricultural college before it was MSU. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't That's know why that. there's like so much. I know it was a big thing. Yeah. So, we have so, so many like, like greenhouses and stuff. And like like farms and like yes. lots of pastures and, and like cows. Like we have a good degree. cows all the time. <laughs> yeah. There's like, I guess we're like a good college to go to for that. Because yes, like Eastern's a good college to go to for education. It's like their thing. And then I know. So, why didn't you go there? Because all her friends are going to MSU. Same reason why I wanted to go to MSU. <laughs> Fair. It was closer too, so. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I keep interrupting. No, it's okay. So. So that's when it was all female. It's not anymore. Or that's, no, that's when it started. Now. Yeah, I'm just saying that's, that's just, it that's was. When it it just, just okay. fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think now they're just, like, they're not dorms. They're just. They could be. Halls? I don't know. Buildings? Yeah. But there. Phillips Hall was, was a hall and we, it was a dorm too. That's true. Anyway, what? Regardless. <laughs> Regardless. The third floor is said to be haunted. Okay. Um, and this can this supposedly be traced back to a man who hanged himself from one of the, um, bearing the pipes that were hmm. that was on the third floor during World War Two. Oh. This is an old college. Yeah. Okay. Students and staff have reported temperatures dropping dramatically, like very, very suddenly while on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Um, they will hear disembodied voices and turn around no one's there. Um, nice. You'll be like walking in the floor and all of the lights on the entire floor go out at once. Not um, just like one, like all of them all at once. I no, thank you. would not. No. Um, and then also they say that they, they sense like there's like a feeling of someone standing behind them. Like, you know, when you feel like you can like, mm-hmm. and then they turn around like no one's there. Nice. So that's really fun. So that's this is the third floor. Um, the basement. Is oh, the also, basement. The basement is also. Take so, us there. so two floors um, in Sarah's Hall. single building. Yeah. Fun. So this one, um, this one is, is when it was a female dorm. Um, and it's reported that a girl who lived in the dorms was struggling with her grades, and she also hanged herself in the basement. Mm. She was struggling with her grades. Yeah. She was just so depressed. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, and so people say that when they go into the basement, like, as soon as they step down there, it causes people, like, fight or flight instincts to, like, kick in. <laughs> and they either, they need to, like, get out of there as fast as possible. Um, if you do manage to, like, stay down there... Um, the sound of slamming doors are, like, super, super, super frequent. Which, to be mm. fair, I feel like the sound of slamming doors is frequent in any dorm because that... Oh, that's true. You yeah, know? Yeah, so, like, yeah. it could be that, but, like, also it could not be. Um, and then also, um, at night, you can hear footsteps of who they believe was the girl that died there just, like, running around. What else is she gonna do? Hang around. No! Hang out. Hang out. Just, she's chilly. Anyway, and then, oh, I meant to show you this. So this picture is, um, this was Sari's Hall. Yeah. Or no, this is the campus and this is Sari's Hall. Something like that. I don't know. Interesting. I didn't label my figures. My figures, I hate you. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of pretty. 
Yeah. Not as pretty as MSU no. buildings, but what are you going to do? You know. It's pretty not as pretty as, like, Oxford. Oxford. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so then there's also Menard Hall. Menard. Um, now this one is the fourth floor attic of Menard Hall, specifically. Um, I didn't... Attic? I didn't know they yeah. had attics. Um, so in the 1920s, nice. um, this fourth floor attic was, like, a dance room. Oh. For people. Like, oh. a dance room. Um, and then one morning, the janitor went in no. there and found two people dead. I was assumed to be a double homicide, but it was never oh. solved. It's like a man and a woman were found dead in there. And they never solved it. But it was a double homicide. It was they did they didn't rule it as like a homicide and then a and then a suicide. Mm-hmm. It was it was a double homicide and they never solved it. So then that dance room was closed. Oh, they <laughs> never solved it. Um so that dance room was closed and later converted into How a zoology somebody... lab. Huh? That's cool. How does somebody get murdered in an attic and nobody like nobody hears and nobody if they were there like late one night dancing and someone just like i guess if they were dancing there would have been like music music, more noise right okay yeah zoology room yeah so then they changed into a zoology lab um attic yeah that's so weird right so then in the 1960s the entirety of the fourth floor was closed off because the floorboards are unstable and they were worried about people falling. Uh-huh. Um, but, of course, students still frequently go up there. Uh-huh. Um, they claim they feel that they're being watched and they, like, all of them are like, I know for a fact I, like, was not alone up there. Like, there were definitely, there were, there were ghosts up there. Like, I could feel them mm-hmm. being there. I like that. And that's literally all I have. They could just feel them? Yeah. Like, there's no, like, Noise stories no. or whatever. It's, it's just, just the like, fact that they know feel. someone else is there. You have that feeling sometimes. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that only if it's, like, another person. Like, if I know there's not, like, another human in the room, then I feel better that it's a ghost. That makes sense. I would rather it be a my ghost than a person. My first thought is always, like, oh, my gosh, is there somebody, like, hiding behind something? And, like, that's how I can feel it. And then once I check that there's not anybody hiding, I'm like, okay, I'm safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a ghost. It's just a ghost. Just staring at me. Same. You know, it's fine. Same. If if, if I could see them, I would be staring at that, Probably. Oh, my God. Did I make you read? There's this book that I finished in, like, literally three hours one night. It was so good. I'm going to have to look it up again. Um, I wanted you to read it so badly. It was about this girl who could, like, when she touched someone, she could, like, see how and when they were going to die. Well, like, she couldn't stop it because it was going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. So she bumps into this one girl and then realizes that that girl's going to die that night and, like, be, like, brutally murdered. Mm. And But she can't do anything about it. And she just tries to avoid touching people. Like, that's her thing. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to touch anyone. Um, um, and she can also see ghosts. And back at her place, she has uh, a ghost friend that is there mm-hmm. she like talks to and hangs out with and it's easier to be friends with a ghost because you can't touch them mm-hmm. or you can touch them but like there's not they're, yeah. they're already dead yeah um and so at some point like she sees the ghost of the girl that ended up getting murdered that mm-hmm. night and she's like um you knew this was gonna happen you didn't stop it what the fuck and she's like i'm sorry i can't and then she's like well in order to make it up for me you're gonna help me find my murderer 
and then they like work together to find it and That does sound good. You would really, really like it. Probably. Also, the ending is... Chef's kiss? Like, very much so. Whenever I think about, like, ghost books, I immediately think of... Oh. Being in oh, elementary me. school. I was in elementary school, and I would... I... This is me. Oh, I no. would rent ghost story books. Yeah. And then I would always panic because they scared the shit out me. of me. Me! And I wouldn't be able to sleep. And I, then I would go back and get more books. And, and like, then scare myself know, again. Yeah, I don't know what my problem is. But I would do that. And then I would hate, too, going to stay the night at friends' houses. Uh-huh. Because I feel extra unsafe there. Because I don't, like, know. You know, it's like a new environment. And I don't know those ghosts. Like, <laughs> those ghosts right. are different ghosts than my house ghosts. And I don't know. I just remember being freaked out. And one of the stories that I read was about this girl who gets asked by this guy to go to prom or something. Mm -hmm. And she... I can't remember, but she goes... She, like, gets dropped off after... Like, he drops her off in his car at home after prom. Oh, my God, I know this one, I think. And then she finds out that he was a ghost. Oh, never mind. Yeah, she finds out that he was a ghost, and she goes to visit his grave... And his varsity jacket that he wore to prom is, like, hanging on the thing or something. I don't know. It was, like, Wait, super... I feel like I do it, know it this. It scared the fuck out of me, even though it was such a nice ghost. Like, it was a fine ghost story. But yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, what if, a like... Ghost. What if there's ghosts at my school or something? Not the ghost. Not the ghost. I don't know. I just love that about myself. But yeah. I, so much self-sabotage then and now. Um, I can't find it. Oh, by the way, TVs were started like becoming more popular in homes in the late 1920s. Oh, it was the 1920s. 1927 is when like the oh. home, yeah, and then 19. It said September 1928 is when it started becoming more popular. That's crazy. That right? is crazy. Hundred coming up on a hundred years. That's insane. Okay, cards. You need to go first because okay. you have two. I'm going to go first. So this first card we have, I swear we pull every time. It's House 11. Mm -hmm. I'm reading cards from the astrology deck. I'm going to read all of it because this episode is quite short. Yeah. Uh, This house reflects your social and humanitarian concerns. If looked at from the perspective of a lifespan, it's the adult who steps outside themselves and operates as part of a larger whole. More figurative, more figurative, more Figuratively. More figuratively. Mi- more figure. Fig- figure. Figuratively. <laughs> more figuratively. Yes. <laughs> it reflects your feelings around groups of people. Do you feel like an eccentric oddball or do, you, or do you feel accepted by the crowd? It holds your friends' community and the connections that aren't necessarily intimate or emotional but based on shared ideals. It's where you fit in. It's your wishes and objectives for the future of mankind. It's your environmental, political, and philanthropic viewpoints. Wow. This is where you become part of a team or a movement. The nature, the natural home of forward-thinking Aquarius, dedicated to pushing humanity forward, this space is also linked to interventions in things that advance society. It is ruled by Uranus for its progressive imaginings, as well as Saturn for its discipline around idealistic beliefs. What's interesting, before you Mm -hmm. continue, is that we just recently um, got into the age of Aquarius, 
um, it's a sen- like a century. It happens every century. We oh. change. So we just went from Capricorn into the age of Aquarius, which, as that states, is like about progression. It's about technology. It's about so like how the age of Capricorn was um, like setting up all of the work and whatever. Like the age of Aquarius is when those things are put into action oh. and like change actually happens. I like that. I want change to happen. Yeah, and that's that's the oh, that's, that's where we are. Nice. I know. That's hopeful. It is hopeful. <laughs> so keywords, energetics keywords are friends, wishes for the future, social and humanitarian beliefs, like-minded groups, and experiences keywords are operating as part of a larger whole, connections based on shared ideals, ideals, and joining a team. And then the omen is humans are meant to consume. Humans are meant to commune and collaborate, yet, so often, beings feel lonely, alien, and out of place. Consider the person you have grown into. What are your current passions and interests? What are your philosophical, spiritual, or humanitarian beliefs? Has your tribe evolved with you, or are you feeling misplaced? Your tribe. Begin sharing the lens through which you see life. Reveal who you are. The universe is working to bring like-minded friends into your life, but you need to express your beautiful truth so kindred, kindred spirits can find you. That is... That is so cute. Very, very, very cute. Okay, I don't think this is the same one that we've No, I think House 4 is... House 4, I think. Let me look at it, because... Yeah, House 4 is definitely the one. But it has similar, um, like, colorings and stuff, right? Like, the the pinks and the yellows. Um, very opposite. Really? Yeah, but this... The other one is about family roots. Wait, let me see. (sighs) Very dark. But it has the yellow. Yeah. But the other one is about, like, family and stuff, and this one is about, like, friends, friends. so I think they're, like... Similar. Very similar. Yeah. Okay. What oh, was that it? Are you good? Are you yeah. Good? Okay. Okay. I, wanted, I didn't want to, like, cut you off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I pulled the Eight of Pentacles upright. So, it's reward time. Rest assured, the universe sees your commitment and rewards you with a giant plate of delicious anchovies. Remember, this is the cat deck. That's yes. why it's showing that. Nice. That's why it's saying anchovies, because they would like Everyone's fish. like, well, that's so oddly specific. Yeah, right. Um, enjoy them, but don't get too comfortable with your abilities. Mm. Openness to acquiring new skills will make you even more successful in the future. That's what we all says. Nice. I, it seems pretty positive. I like that. No, it is. Keep your mind open, but appreciate what you have now. Yes. Okay, so this next card I've never pulled. I have no idea. I've never even read I'm it. I'm very excited. It's Trine. Angelic support, harmony, and perfect flow. I love that. Triangles are the strongest shape in the natural world. Any added force is evenly distributed between all sides. And this physical truth echoes in their energetic worth, which is why they're so popular in ancient iconography. Iconography? 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 Like an icon? Iconography? I've never heard of They're so popular in ancient stuff. (laughs) A trine occurs when two planes... A trine occurs when two planets sit 120 degrees away from one another, supporting each other in expression and flow. This lovely, uncomplicated aspect indicates an area of ease and harmony in your life. Hmm. It can reveal where you find simple joys, innate talents, and gifts. Planets and trine are not intertwined and thus don't compete for expression. Like the best of friends, they see each other's strengths and limitations and work to lift each other up. What's more, this aspect often comes as a supportive antidote for other challenges you face. 
And while trines can absolutely appear without an equal challenge, they often appear in areas where you need some extra support, like guardian angels. Oh. Omen. Wait, this feels this feels like it's very much hitting right now. <laughs> angels, your angels, omens. Your angels are so <laughs> proud of the work you've done to get here. You've kept your heart soft through obstacles and let divine lessons shape you. Now you are more authentic. You are a more authentic expression of your heavenly soul, and you're entering a beautiful time of harmony. Instead of picking yourself apart and choosing pieces to express express or suppress, can you embrace yourself as a brilliant whole? The more you connect to yourself in your entirety, the more you sync with the divine currents that carry you. And as you surrender into this lovely tide, life feels abundant, blessed, joyful, and perfectly aligned because it is. That is very cute. It's like balance. Like your life is balanced right now. I like that a lot. I also think a lot of the hard work that I was talking about is our schooling. That's exactly that what I thought of, too. graduating yeah. this year. I had my last class, my last presentation as an undergrad today, earlier today. That's insane. So that is That's very, very strange to think about, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I feel weird, but... More on that once we actually go through graduation. Yeah, seriously. So. Right now it doesn't feel like anything. No. Honestly. No. Not yet. Um. Yeah, so that was the episode. That's it. That's that's <laughs> what we had for you. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Also, actually not sorry. I just say that, but I'm not. <laughs> I just say that to be nice, but I'm not. But I'm not that sorry. Um, I don't know. You can find us on stuff. You can find. I was going to say, you can find us on stuff. This is episode 28 of Witches, Legends, Ghosts on my podcast. I'm Hunter. I'm Jade. And I hope you liked it. Have a good week. Bye. Except for not goodbye, because actually I need to make a note. This is Hunter. Uh, I'm going on vacation, and Jade is still going through finals and graduating and everything, and so... We want to apologize, but next week we will not be releasing an episode, but we will be back to the regularly scheduled uh, every Tuesday after next week. Thanks!